the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, we shake the earth and every heart will know, you are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to the Heart of Messiah radio broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Sharesh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we are serving in Wesley Chapel in Tampa and Brandon in our newest location in St. Pete along with Conexion, our Spanish-speaking congregation. We're honored to serve the listening audience of Tampa Bay's Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 WTBN. So good morning again, and let us pray. Abba Father, you are the Lord, and you direct things the way you desire. And we are here to trust in you and to serve you. And Lord, I ask that the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart would be acceptable unto you, Lord. You are my rock and you're my redeemer. And I do pray for the march of remembrance this afternoon, that it would be an amazing time, not only for the people who are there, but it would make an impact on our community and on the media and So, Lord, pour out your Spirit. Give us great weather. Let hearts be changed. When people go to that Holocaust Museum at the end, let their hearts be changed. So, Father, we just thank you and praise you and honor you and give you all the glory in the name of Yeshua. Amen and amen. Well, it's today. Yes, it's today. Will I see you there? It is not golden, by the way, to be silent, (laughs) despite what you've been told. Uh, Not in this world, anyway. In fact, today is our special March of Remembrance. And I was just thinking, as I was preparing for this program, we are seeking to leave a legacy a legacy in our family, a legacy in this country. And if we do not do what God is showing us to do, we will not leave that legacy. So I'm asking you to get out of your easy chair this afternoon. I'm asking you to change your plans, and I'm asking you to be down at the Holocaust Museum around 4.30. We will begin the walk at 5. Hey, if you are not able to walk, come in a wheelchair and we'll, we'll, somebody will, will push you for the walk. Or if you just want to meet us at the 
um, North Straub uh, Park by the water, where we'll have a couple speakers who will speak for a very short time and then walk back to the Holocaust Museum. I mean, whatever. We just want you to come because we believe that the community needs to know that it's not just these other groups that will stand up and be counted, but we as believers, as people who are against genocide in the past and genocide in the present and genocide in the future, we are against it and we declare that we are willing to spend our sa- Sunday afternoon and, and march together and pray this is not uh, an outreach of, uh, this is a time of prayer and walking in solidarity and, and knowing that we stand with Israel and we will never forget the Holocaust and our kids won't forget it. Bring the kids. This is a, a youth event as well. They need to go to the Holocaust Museum. So if you have any questions about this, you can call Bob or Valerie at 727-479-7480. That's 727-479-7480. Well, Sunday, April the 19th, it is the 15th day of counting the Omer. So, Baruch Atah Adnai Eloheinu Melech Halom, Asher Kirishanu B'mitzvotav V'tzivanu Al Sifarat HaOmer. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the universe, who has set us apart by your commandments and has commanded us to count the Omer. Today is the first day of the third week, and day 15 I have counted the Omer. The scripture for today that is in, our, in the booklet, and if you'd like it, just call us. Uh, no one, it's from John fifteen thirteen. This is the TLV, the Tree of Life translation. No one has greater love than this, that he laid down his life for his friends. So the thought I had was you could lay down your life physically as many martyrs did, though doing so makes it harder if you're going to be a living sacrifice. Ooh, a living sacrifice sometimes is harder, right? Either way, if you become a sacrifice, you will never be a victim. Do this and you can be assured that your love, that you love God and that God, he is in you. Uh, The challenge for the day, write examples of how one gives rights away when dealing with others. Ooh, that's a tough one, right? And think about one of your more difficult relationships. Would there be peace if you gave up your right to prove that you were right? Uh Uh-oh. I'm going to have to repeat that one more time for you, okay? Think about one of your more difficult relationships, and I'm asking you, would there be peace between the two of you if you gave up your right to prove that you're right? (laughs) Okay. Well, it's also Rosh Chodesh today, which is the appointed time each month where we meet with the Lord. Rosh Chodesh means uh, head of the month. So it's the beginning of the month on the Jewish calendar. But let's get right into the Yom HaShoah, which is the day of 
uh, well, the Holocaust remembrance. And in, in, as we march this afternoon, let us keep the things that I'm talking about today in mind. The Holocaust is a term taken from the burnt sacrifice that was offered in the temple and that was totally consumed. And it refers to the systematic slaughter of six million Jews by Adolf Hitler and the Nazis during the World War II. Jews at times refer to this as a Shoah, meaning a terrible catastrophe or a tempest. So the actual day of remembrance for Yom HaShoah, the day of the tempest, is the 27th day of Nisan, uh, which was this past Thursday. So more than ever before, People around the world say that the Holocaust never happened. And that's another reason that you and I have to be there today. I pray that there will be no one with any doubts, you know, after you hear what I have to say today. There are three main themes. Never forget, never again, and never be silent. And never be silent. That's a reason to be there today. And we talked a little bit about this uh Last week, so I'm going to pick up with the Nuremberg Laws issued on September 15, 1935. They began to exclude Jews from public life in, um, in Germany and in, in Austria. In fact, when I think about this particular day and I think about what went on in the Holocaust... I live in the United States because the Holocaust drove out my parents who lived in Vienna, Austria. And and so I can certainly attest to the fact of personally from the, the stories that my parents told. Maybe one day I should just talk about some of those stories. That would be an interesting time. At any rate, the, the Jews were excluded from public life, stripped of their citizenship, prohibited marriages and romantic relationships between Jews and Germans who weren't Jewish. Over the next few years, they weren't allowed in parks. They were fired from civil service jobs. They had to register all their property. And their Jewish doctors were prevented from working on anybody except Jewish patients. And during the night of November 9th and 10th, 1938, Nazis incited a pogrom, which is an organized massacre. That, um, That word usually is used referring to what happened in Russia and Eastern Europe, but it can be used here as well. And this pogrom was against the Jews in Austria and Germany. It later became called Kristallnacht, which means night of the broken glass. And this night of violence included pillaging and burning of synagogues, breaking windows of Jewish-owned businesses, looting of stores, and many Jews were attacked that night. In fact, approximately 30 thousand Jews were arrested and sent to concentration camps. And after World War II started in 1939, the Nazis began ordering all Jews to wear a yellow star of David on their clothing so that Jews could be easily recognized and targeted. 
So although many people refer to all Nazi camps as concentration camps, there were a number of different types of camps, including extermination camps, labor camps, prisoner of war camps, transit camps. And, uh, you know, a number of the Nazi doctors conducted medical experiments on prisoners against their will. I mean, think of Germaine Pitchin, who lives in Clearwater still. She was born in Greece. In fact, you might know Saul Pitchin. Um, at any rate, he is her son. At 15 years old, her mother and five sisters were herded into a boxcar for Auschwitz. On her, of her family, only she survived the death camp. But she was kept alive for medical experiments, which included electric shocks for two days after she vomited. She was to be sterilized by the notorious Dr. Josef Mengele watching. And, and Mengele said, we're going to take everything out, she remembered. We don't want any Jewish children. But just at that moment, as fate would have it, as, as God, you know, you just got to love what God does, right? They heard planes overhead, and so he rushed out thinking that this was going to be, you know, they might get bombed there. So he only removed one ovary and said to an elderly Jewish surgeon who was there with him, take out the other ovary, then stitch her up. However, the doctor saved that ovary and said to Germaine, all I'm asking is name your first son after me. And his first and her first son was named Saul, Saul Pitchin. And it it's beautiful how God just works. Saul is the president and CEO of the Ministries of New Life Solutions in Pinellas County. And that's an amazing thing, isn't it? Because here was the mom who is told you're not going to have any more children, and Saul becomes the head of the pregnancy center here, saving babies. And, and he himself is the father of five grown children and has 13 grandchildren, including twin granddaughters. And in fact, Saul is going to be speaking at the rally this, this the march of remembrance this afternoon so again another reason for you to come well i'm going to spare you a lot of the other facts about uh yom hashuah but let me say this uh, we many of you have watched the movie schindler's list uh he was considered by the jewish people a righteous gentile and it Yad Vashem, which is the Holocaust Memorial in Israel, close to 15,000 people have been identified and honored under a program created by law in 1963 that are the righteous among the nations. Another example you might have know is Dietrich Bonhoeffer, a German pastor who in 1940 published a prayer book. It was a passionate declaration of the importance of the Old Testament to Christianity and to the church. And it was bold and scholarly rebuke of the Nazis' efforts to undermine anything of Jewish origin. 
And he further said that Christianity was unavoidably Jewish and that the Old Testament is not superseded by the New Testament, but is inextricably linked with it. And that Jesus, Yeshua, was unavoidably Jewish. However, as you might know, not all of the church history has been positive, and you're probably familiar with some of the quotes by Martin Luther at the end of his ministry about wanting to kill Jews and and burn synagogues and so on. And I'm not going to read that today. We don't have time. Let me just mention a couple things. I, I, I just think we need to develop growth from difficult situations. And the, and the Holocaust was an awful situation, awful history that we have uh, to look at. And there are many things like it in the world, even currently what's going on in the Middle East. We have to develop some understanding of what, what we are to do. You might think, well, there's nothing I can do. That's not true at all. First of all, we should remember that we cannot forget. <laughs> we cannot forget. Secondly, we need to be part of the process of stopping injustice. That's what this rally, this march is all about this afternoon, stopping injustice, both looking at the past, letting our kids know about it, looking at the present and the future. We need to also, as people who believe that Yeshua is the Messiah, we need to forgive. If we walk around with a chip on our shoulder, with a mouth that is critical, with uh, this is not what God has intended. We need to forgive. We need to be activists, but we need to forgive. And our words need to be used to inspire and encourage rather than uh, to, to put down and to criticize. We need to be careful with our words and speak really only the words that God has given us. I mentioned these scriptures last week, I believe. I'm going to mention them again. We need to have an attitude of blessing at all time. In Psalm 34, 1 through 3 says, I'll bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Philippians 3, 13 and 14, let's not be ruled by our past. It says, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Messiah Yeshua. And thirdly, as I mentioned, we need to forgive. Mark eleven twenty five says, And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him that your Father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. And finally, we need to respond. James two fourteen twenty six says, You see that faith worked together with his works, and by the works... His faith was made complete, for just as the body without the spirit is dead, so also faith without works is dead. So we need you to respond, which is really why we are having the march this afternoon, and I I really pray that you'll be there. 
Uh, Martin Niemöller, a pastor in the German Confessing Church, spent eight and a half years in a concentration camp. See, it wasn't only Jewish people. And he said this, first they came for the communists, I did not speak out because I was not a communist. Then they came for the socialists. I didn't speak out because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists, and I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews. I didn't speak out because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me, and there was no one left to speak out for me. Isn't this what it's all about? I'm asking you to come to this march today. Bring your kids, bring your church group, bring your youth group. You know, we need to act. Where are the sins being committed that we can affect? Well, they're happening all over the place. And and so the march is making a statement. The statement is similar to what Edmund Burke had said. All that is necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. Are you a good person? Am I talking to good people today? Don't do nothing. Be there today and bring others. Bring your Jewish friends. Bring your Jewish friends. Be vocal. Go to the newspapers. Go to the TV and, and, and to friends and family and co-workers. Speak about these things. Get on uh, school boards and get involved in politics and give of your finances and pray and pray and pray. We need to pray. Look, today I want to see you there. As I mentioned in the beginning of the program, we've learned, we've heard in school that Silence is golden, but I'm going to tell you right now that silence is not golden, and inaction is going to lead to just terrible things happening in our country. Do you agree with me that we need to take back our country? You know, we, we are, we're going to have to do something. So this is a special march of remembrance. We're going to walk from the Holocaust Museum now, let me give you the address. It's 55 Fifth Street South in St. Petersburg. And if you're using a GPS, it's 33701 is the zip. And we're going to start there, and there's going to be parking there, and we are going to walk to North Straub Park by the water for 15, 20 minutes, stay there and listen to a few speakers including Saul Pitchin, and I really want you to hear what he has to say. Then we will go back to the Holocaust Museum, and for half price, $9 a person will be able to attend from 6 to 9. So this is your opportunity to stand with Israel and declare that you won't forget and you won't let others forget. We're, you know, if you know newspaper people, if you know television people, whoever you know, bring them with you. Have them come and cover this. I'm praying. Would you join with me right now and pray for at least a thousand people? So for information, if you, if you have information that you need uh, this afternoon, call Bob or Valerie, and you can call them at 727-479-7480. 
We're going to uh, meet at roughly 4.30, start the walk at 5. Look, if you're in a wheelchair, hey, bring your wheelchairs. We'll we'll push you. Um, If you can't, let's meet at the park then at 5.30 by the water. Also know that if you want the counting of the Omer booklet, just call Karen at 813-831-5673. Next week is Israel Independence Celebration. Call friends and family. Tell them to listen as I go over the modern history of the nation of Israel. We'll see you this afternoon. Let's close in prayer. Abba, Father, teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.